You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. All right, looks like we're live. Welcome, everybody, back to another edition of Chairgate, and I'm your host, Rattlesnake, coming at you live once again from the Snake Pit in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, joined with my co-host, Dakota, who's once again on the road. What up, Dakota? Oh, back on the road, undue timing. I just, like, I I don't, I want to go home. I want to be <laughs> back in my man cave. I want to be with all my NASCAR shit. But live from Valdosta, Georgia, we're down in the dirty south. Uh, we're still talking NASCAR, and we went to the race, dude. It was fucking awesome. Can't wait to break it down with you. Another episode live. Let's do it. Hey. What's up? It's Chair Gating coming at you live. Hello. Come right in. Well, it's awesome though. This hotel is like a kick-ass Wi-Fi. Yeah, it looks fancy. You got like really? lights behind you. Yeah, you're looking. Yeah, this looking is a fancy. nice room. That's a nice room. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm like, yeah, this is good. This is good. We stuff. Uh, already got a comment from Nick rolling in. Dude, uh, Nick, y'all what's are becoming up? like NASCAR with these start times. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That is a good point. Late start time. But we figured we got to get an episode in while we can. Yeah. Because if you can't tell from the hat, we're both dads, both working dads. Unfortunately, this doesn't pay the bills yet. So here we are. By the way, you like the hat? Dude, I love the hat. It's so clean. It's very Paul Swanish. Uh, no, it looks good. <laughs> it looks a good. It's a good looking hat. I love the fit. That's my style. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a it's bar stool. Bar stool hat, which is affiliated with Old Row, so I think that, that hey, still that works. I'll give them a shout out. Um, so obviously we're talking Charlotte, we're talking the Coke Six Hundred. Dakota I mean, was there. Gonna, the elephant in the room. Are we going to say like best Six Hundred of our generation? Yeah, yeah, that, I'm confidently I, saying that. Is Charlotte back? Like I think Charlotte to save Charlotte. Yeah. Oh God, dude. Like being there, <laughs> like me and Nathan just being there was like 
dude, this is like even halfway. I was like, this racing has been amazing. I felt like I was being, you know, I, I drink a couple beers, but it was like, I wouldn't shut up about, dude, this has been so good. And then I was like, I don't even care what TV thinks, but you, <laughs> you were texting. I had some spotty right. service, but you texted me. You're like, dude, this has been amazing. I can't imagine what being there is like. And I'm like, it's fucking awesome. I can tell you that. Yeah, I decided to text Dakota because anyone that knows Dakota knows how he is when he's at a race in person. He will always say it was an incredible race. So I just wanted to text him. I, I think it was like stage three or something just to reassure him like, no, dude, what you're witnessing is that fucking good. It's not yeah. because you're there. This race is incredible. Everybody loved it. Um, we're going to have to break it down. But From I start do, to finish, dude, it was I do want to like mostly hear end. your experience, though, since you were there. Dude, well, me and Nathan, we fucking just pulled the cord and said, fuck it, like, Coke 200, Charlotte's not that far. Let's see what, like, let's just do it, man. Like, we both got, you know, busy summers going on. It's like, we're not going to have this opportunity often. We said, like, let's just go. Like, what are we what are we going to do? Watch it at home? It's only four hours away. So, we just nutted up, left early. Is it only four hours for you? It's four hours and 20 minutes. Hey. That's like only an hour further than me. That's crazy. Yeah. So. Because you know the worst part. Well, I tried is- convincing you to go. Well, the worst part, yeah, it was my grandma's 90th birthday. So, like, the whole family came in. So it was kind of hard to avoid. But then, of course, as my cousins are there, they're like, wait, what time was the did the race start? And I was like, yeah, it starts at 6. And they're like, oh, dude, we should have win. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, you tell me now. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh-huh. And the worst part is the night before the race, um, I believe it, or it was like Friday night. Either way, it was midnight, and I had to pick up my brother from the airport in Charlotte. Yeah. So I drove oh. through Charlotte, took like a serious? photo. Yeah, I took a photo of like NASCAR headquarters in downtown. I How are you watching the race? No, this was like before the day before the race. Oh, oh, and so oh. I was in Charlotte like the night before the race. And I'm like, oh god, my God, damn dude. It. You yeah. really were fucking the pooch. <laughs> yeah, um, it was killing me. It was killing me. Yeah, I've not like I've been to Charlotte Motor Speedway, but I've never been in Charlotte. So we left so early, like there was like we drove up in like no time. The drive went nice. shit, and there you was drove no up day of right. Yeah, we drove up early Sunday morning, and like we got in Charlotte at like ten a.m. and we were like, dude, like the race isn't the six. Like we knew we were gonna be there early. We were gonna go eat at a bar and like chill out and watch, you know, F one and Indy. Um, and we were like, dude, I said like I was like Nathan, you know, we're up here so early. I said. Is the Hall of Fame open today? And he was like, oh, and he looked and he's like, dude, they open at 10. And we were like <laughs> arriving at 9.30. We were like, let's fucking go, dude. Like, when are we going to have this opportunity? Like, when do we get to do this? Damn, and so, hella early for the Yeah, I mean, race. just wild. And there's really no reason for us to leave so early. We were just, <laughs> hey, well, we're going for a race trip. Like, let's get every second of it. Yeah, of course. So we, we showed up to the Hall of Fame like 30 minutes early, parked, and like we're like 10 people in line. There was other people there going – and we were like, dude, fuck yeah. So we went to Hall of Fame. Definitely, if you're a diehard NASCAR fan, is a must-see. Like, it was fucking cool seeing all the nostalgia and all, like, the cool old trophies and just, like, history of NASCAR and walking through there. It's really I've awesome. never been. I've the honestly never been. A1 freaking Was that expo. your first time going to Yeah, that was my first time. Yeah. Never been. I've never been. It was really cool. Like, if you're a NASCAR fan, you definitely should check that off your list. Um, it wasn't like, oh my god, I gotta go again. Like, I could definitely, if we're going to Charlotte, would go again. It was fun, definitely must see if you're a NASCAR fan. But then got done with that. We went and found a little bar, uh, in down in um Concord, 
and we went and ate there and watched the end of the F1 race and like the pre-race of Indy and stuff. Got so that was going to be my question was, did you watch any of the other races that day? Obviously, y'all were busy like all day, but I, I got to watch all the F1 race and all the Indy 500. Yeah, like, so we watched, like, Wesling, we didn't have sound, and I didn't really care for F1, but I knew it was Monaco, and the, the biggest day of the race right. in America, I get it, so, like, watched it, and um, drank a beer at the bar, and, like, we got ready to go to the track, we went to the track, and, dude, it was hot as shit, like, it was hot, but it was nice, and it could have been hotter. That's how um, it was here, yeah, it was, it was pretty warm. So, like, we sat in the truck and watched the beginning of the Indy race, service was spotty, but, like, we were pulling up some feed, but then uh, our buddy, uh, alumni of the show, Connor Bunn, showed up, <laughs> and he hung out with us, and we, we kind of watched spotty service of the beginning of the Indy race, and then it just, like, the more people that showed the track was packed, it was great, uh, tra- traffic flowing in, and... It was Are y'all start- tailgating outside the track right now? Is that where you're at? Yeah, yeah. We're out in the parking lot. We're, we're sitting in the AC. I got the truck running. Like, nice, yeah. thing yeah. is, there was plenty of people. Dude, dude, there was tons <laughs> of people tailgating, tents, cornhole, beers, and daddy was looking. Like, I, was, I like, I I like what ask, I was seeing. I was going to ask about the crowd because on TV, it looked really good. Yeah. Uh, Everybody dude, I was with, my whole family. Lot, I'm not even going to lie. Like, it was like a younger demographic. Like, and it seemed like it was all college students. Like, I was sitting there like, dude, I was not prepared for this. Like, everybody was partying, tailgating, drinking. And I was like, I just, like, brought a couple beers. Like, what the hell? My whole family that was there, you know, they're they're the type of NASCAR fans that, like, used to watch. And, you know, they might tune into a race. But very even they were like, crowd. Very mixed crowd. Even they were like, holy shit, is this how, like, all the races are now? Because they were yeah, like, that's impressive. Back, and I was like, it's getting there. I mean, this is good. Like, I was yeah. really stoked. So it like, dude, I was like looking around. I was like, dude, there's a shit ton of people here. So service started getting worse, which is fine. And we kind of lost feet of the indie race, and we were like, whatever. And uh, yeah, I mean, there was a lot of younger crowd there. Yeah, and that, um, so much for that uh, argument that NASCAR can't hit that. Yeah, that? Dude, that I, eighteen to forty. <laughs> I was literally like, yeah, I like what I'm seeing in Charlotte. Nice and. So we were like, hey, let's go to the tents, walk around, go see shitty Rob. You know, he's in town. Go meet up some friends. Did you Stock meet up Car- with Rob? Yeah, Stock Car Society. Went and met yeah. up with Rob. He fucking sold out. He ran out of coolers to Hell sell. Yeah. He was on one. Uh, shit was popping off shitty coolers. Um, and then we went and met up with our boys that uh, got to finally meet Stock Car Society guys. They were cool as shit. Nice. Talked to them. Then we went walked through the white tents, just looked at some stuff, looked for some die cast. Didn't see nothing really too great. There was a lot of white tents there. It was great. Um, but then we were like, you know, Hey, our boys at Sunday for NASCAR, they had their bus in the infield. It was Joe's birthday (laughs) and they extended an arm out and said, Hey, if you guys want to come into the infield and hang out with us, you are more than welcome to. So we kind of had to like, uh, part the seas and figure our way out into the infield. And we did so. And me, Nathan and Connor Bunn went to the infield Met up with our boys, Sundays for NASCAR and Joe and his his fiance, and we fucking dude, he's got it go. I am like fucking jealous. He had it going on with his fucking bus, and I was like, dude, we need a fucking. Were they track. rocking the watermelon outfit? Yes, again? dude. His, his fiance, old lady, is that his fiance dude, that wears that? Or? His his fiance, yeah, is the diehard Ross fan, and she's rocking the watermelon. It's, it's fucking ninety degrees outside, <laughs> and dude, I'm literally like, we've got to get a bus. Like, I want a bus now. I want to camp in the infield. I so, want to do it all. So I, you were sending me like photos and videos. 
I kind of had an idea of who you, who you were with based on the look of the setup. But Dude. explain this bus because he's been hyping up this bus for like a Dude. year and a half, two years now. So, Dude, it was fucking badass. They, so, you know, he's been hyping up that he wants to make the Skull Bandit bus. It was lit. And I've never watched a race from the infield. So I was like, hey, it was just me and Nathan, too. We didn't, like, have 18 of us, you know, like some of the races get. It was just me and Nathan. And I, th- I told Nathan about it. Nathan was totally like, fuck yeah, let's do it. Like, when do we get to do this? Like, it's only me and him. Connor tagged along. We went in the infield, got on the bus, and I was like, dude, I was thinking, like, at first, I was like, let's just watch the first ha- first stage or something from the infield. And if it we'll, sucks, we'll just dip out. Yeah. yeah. We were like, let's see, let's see what it's like. But, dude, like, they had the sickest spot right in, ter- in between three and four, and I could have, like, spit a loogie on the car. I was – I car. think I saw y'all, actually. No, because- no. Dude, it was replaying yesterday, and Felicia turned it on for some reason. And I was looking, and I saw us, like, 15 times. I could see the bus, like, knowing where we were, when they were, like, panning around filming, I could see the bus every time. Right, like, yeah, because I, I could see us on TV. I, when you sent me those photos of, like, and I could see behind you, there was that Circle K logo yeah. on the side a little bit. And I was like, okay, I think I know where they're yeah. at. And we're at one right point, on I was like, I think that's Dakota, like, on the fucking bus. They had right this distinctive, <laughs> like, red pop-up tent on the camper, too. Okay. So, like, seeing it on TV, when you see that red tent go by, you're like, that was us! Got it. Okay, Uh, so explain the bus. Was it like, was it set up inside? I mean, how? Oh, so they had a, dude, they got it going on. I'm like, I am fucking jealous. Like, I'm (laughs) wanting to get a bus now. And they got like a fucking bed inside, a couple hammock setups, a fan, a generator. This is the things you can do when you're not a dad, it sounds like. (laughs) Yes. So, dude, Joe has got it going on. I loved what I was seeing. Um, it was cool, man. And he's built a little deck, sun deck up top. He's built like a fucking patio up there. Work right. in progress, but like it, it held like fucking ten of us. Like I was just gonna ask that. There. That's more impressive. Is he yeah, a fucking yeah. engineer? Like, like if we had planned ahead and like known, I probably would have brought some chairs and like you know maybe another tent to put up there or something. But they had a little tent and like we sat on the edge or stood up half the time. It's fine. Like we were guests. But, like, it'd right. been cool to have, like, you know, maybe have some patio furniture up there. But that, you know, <laughs> it was fine. We right. were guests. And it was cool as shit. And, dude, the view. Like, again, that's one thing I was like, we'll go to the seats. Like, we'll see how it is. We'll go to the seats. No. So, like, it's almost, like, bowled out in the corner to where if you're on the fence, you're, like, elevated above the rest of the infield. So, where we were on the bus, I could see all of one and two. I could see – only thing blocking me from the front stretch was, like, the – uh the media center. Like okay, it's a building. Yeah. So it was Brock blocking the start finish line, but I could see all of one and two. I could see him screaming down the back stretch all the way into three and four, all the way off four. I can see the whole and they had the big ass screen, the big jumbotron on the back stretch. Yeah, that's so, right. They have a huge so screen. any replays or anything yep. we saw fine. Nice. Like only thing I couldn't see was the start finish line. And that was fine. Like seeing them screaming off of two and then come barreling to three like right in front of you was insane, dude. It was so cool. Yeah, that's badass, man. Um, so you would recommend doing again, dude? I like I told Nathan. I said I will do this next year if like they're gonna come back and do it. I was like, I'll buy my own fucking spot and drive my truck in here. Like this is <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I'm also gonna tag along next year, dude. There's yes, no way I'm missing this next year. I like I told Nathan. I, I'd love to make a weekend out of it. it and, you know, it just kind of worked out of his day trip for us, right? Yeah. But like, I've never. I've only gone to the six hundred. I've never gone for the weekend. 
And right. this was my second 600, and it was a banger. But, like, talking to Joe, I don't know how all the details are going to work, but it was super affordable, especially the more the merrier. It's like the more people that come, the cheaper it was. And I was oh, like, really? dude, I will throw in on this. I'll drive – like, I'll bring my truck in a tent if I have to. I, don't I was just going to say, I'll bring a tent. I can yeah. just – I can crash yeah, my own tent. They had the bus. It was tight as fuck, dude. Right against the fence. Like, I will definitely – we need to chair gate and team up with them. And it was sick. Like, like I've never watched Race from the Infield. I've kind of always kind of, like, not looked down on it. Been like, that's just not my cup of tea. But maybe even for this race. Like, Dega, I don't know. But for this race, I, the way where they were and where, how much you could see, I would definitely do it again. Okay, cool. It was and fucking then, sick. Oh, we can do a live episode from the infield. So that was the thing. Service was like, I still was a managed to send you a couple pictures and text. Yep. Yep. Like service was, but then like all of a sudden not, nothing would load and I couldn't load right. any app. I definitely couldn't load any apps, but then every now and then like I'd get a couple text messages and I'd be like, okay, I guess I have some service. Okay. Um, but yeah, it is what it was. I mean, it was super fun. Amazing day trip. And Hey, we get out of the track, we get in the truck and I sat in traffic for an hour. I sat nice. in race traffic for a fucking hour. Nice. It sucked so good. It was like, <laughs> oh, racing's back. Okay. Right. Yeah. This sucks. Yeah. But we got hey, that I'll at Daytona also. I'll take it. Yeah. It took us yep. an hour to get out of the out of the parking lot. Hell yeah. And I was like, oh, it is what it is. It is. It's one is. of those. And this is after the race you're talking about? Yes. Yeah. Did you not say like, oh, we'll just sit here for a couple more hours and like drink all these beers? No. So I was. I that's was out usually of, the move. I literally, like, it was just, like, we were exhausted. We've been up, like, 20 hours at this point. Right. And, like, we're tired. And I literally told Nathan, I, I had this idea. I uh, said, I might just fucking stay parked here and, like, let's take, like, a 30-minute nap. Yeah. We had a, we had a four-and-a-half-hour four hour, four hour ride home. So that was going to be my next question. You turned around and drove straight home through the night? Yeah. So Ooh. so it was rough. And yeah. I had this idea. I was like, dude. We, we dropped Connor Bunn back down in uh, Charlotte. But I had this idea of, like, why don't we just take a nap, let the parking lot flood out, and just wake up in, like, an hour, and traffic will be gone, and we'll just leave. Like, right. we're going to get home late as fuck anyway. But right, yeah. At this I, point. Like, traffic was inching, and I was like, fuck it, I'm already in the truck. Like, let's just go. God. And so we inched our way out. It still took an hour to leave the parking lot. Like, it was bad, <laughs> but it was, like, and I'm glad Four and a half hours bad. back home. I'm glad it's bad. I mean, um, what time did the race even end? I can't even remember. Like 11.20. Okay, I, I thought it was midnight. We got yeah. the truck at 12.05. I pulled right. out at like 12.50. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Dude. That's um, rough. Yeah, and it was great. Like, I'm glad there's traffic, but fucking damn. So if we do um, this again, maybe we just plan to stay. No, so, no, no. Okay. That was the thing. I said, look, this is fine and all. We're grown men. But I was like. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. I could have, we could have easily got a hotel and like left in the morning. Yeah, um, totally. <laughs> Dude, at least get a couple hours of sleep in hotel or even just camped. Like it was yeah. totally doable. But like we were just like, hey, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do a day trip. That's awesome. And dude. and like we had yesterday off, or like you know right. we came home and just like right. I slept in, but I didn't get home till five thirty. Um, it sucked. Like I drove Damn. an hour, and then Nathan drove an hour, and then I drove the rest of the way, and that that was a rough ride. So you probably only got like a couple hours of sleep because you had to wake up the next day anyway. Even yeah, yeah, work, I got I mean, home at like I went to bed at like six a.m. and I think I woke up <laughs> at like nine thirty or ten. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. got to get up for uh, Memorial Day. Yeah, that's what I did. Um, yeah, no, but it was awesome. Like the race, trip. the race was so good. Like I didn't give a fuck about any of that. Like the race right. was so good, I loved it. So that was going to be my next question. Obviously. Um, it's been a discussion, a hot topic for the past couple of years. Yeah. It, is the 600 too much? Is it too long? That's been brought up a million times. Thankfully, me and you have been on the right side of history on this topic the whole time. Yeah. We've always said, nope, keep it 600. It's one race. Don't shorten it. It's like one race for a reason. Obviously, I think everyone now agrees that watched it on TV. I was just wondering why you're there. I noticed the stands were kind of getting a little bit looser, you know, coming in like uh, stage four. It's well, been it's a, a really long race. long race. How was it attending in person for that dude, long of a race? Dude, so attending in person, like, we were sitting there before before the show, like, before the race started, and we're like, dude, look at the stands. Like, they looked slammed. Yeah. Like, we oh, were it like, good on TV, too. I want to We were like, you. dude, thank God we're not sitting up there. Like, <laughs> thank God we got invited down here. Uh, it was cool as hell, dude. Um like seeing the stands that packed, we were there the year before, and like that one was completely different, and it was not as packed, but it was still like a good crowd. But this one was like, oh my god, dude, it's slammed! Like look at that crowd, it's amazing. And yeah, I think my there's people at all races, you know, first stage, second stage, they're just glad they came and they leave. They beat the crowd, like they they beat the rush out. They leave early. They're they're just there to have a good time. That. Not necessarily that they give a shit about racing, but, like, they're just there for the good time. Right. And you could tell some of the stands had cleared out there, but there was still a good crowd at the end. Yeah. Like, there was still – like, when stuff happened, you could – that was one thing that was cool. From the infield, like, when stuff happened, you heard the crowd like, oh, or like, nice. oh, shit, or <sighs> Like, yeah, you heard the yeah, roar that's cool. from the stands from the infield, and it was super cool. I think it's pretty understandable on at the 600 to see the crowd – kind of um you know move out a little bit not a majority but a lot of the people either have really young kids or are a lot older and it's a 600 race like you know i'm not yeah, it's, about it. so it's, that's it's like thing. midnight even before the race i was like you know this is one thing it's like you watch a whole race and there's still 100 miles to go and yeah that's yeah. like this one <laughs> we were like oh fuck yeah man this has been so good dude there's still 100 laps left and it was like right damn I thought the same thing watching it on TV. I mean, to be fair, it's the same thing we think every year. But, yeah, at the end of stage three, 
Um, I think, yeah, I was watching it with my dad and he was like, oh, okay. And I was like, no, there's still a hundred laps left. And he's like, well, I'm going to bed. <laughs> yeah. I was like, so, yeah, I that, get it. it's a thing. It's like a thing. Yeah. It's, it's gotta be passionate about it. And it's, oh, this is the one race. It's the 600. Yep. It's like, and this one especially was so special, but it was like, it's the 600, dude. This is the one race a year. It's not like we do this every week. Like, I get hearing the other races, maybe they're too long or whatever, but this one is like, hey, this is the one marathon race. This is the this is the marathon. So it's one of special. my big, one of my big concerns while watching it, um, like I said, I watched every race all day. It was an awesome, awesome yeah. day. It was incredible. That's the only thing. Indy five hundred seemed really good. I only got to see like it, pieces. It was. It, it looked. It was good. really good. It was really yeah. good. And so we watched F one in the morning. Um, which, you know, I had like some family that had watched that Netflix show, so they were interested. And I was yeah. just kind of bitching about it the whole time. I was like, oh, look, <laughs> they almost passed for the lead. Oh, no, they didn't. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and so I was like, you know, whatever. It's it's whatever race. I watched it. It was entertaining. But I was like, that's it? That's what everyone's got? Like, okay, yeah. I'm feeling pretty good. Then the Indy 500 comes on, and it's a good Indy 500. And it I enjoyed really the whole good. I enjoyed the whole thing, and I was like, "Uh uh-oh. Like, once again, NASCAR is going to look like a bitch this weekend. Dude, how does that Indy 500 crowd? Right. It was so God, it looked amazing. Like, I want to go to the Indy 500 one day before I die. Like, I just want to go. It's definitely a bucket list, yeah. Yeah, just go and experience it. I don't care what happens. The crowd was incredible. The pageantry was good. The race was good. And so I was getting a little nervous because I was like, this is what NASCAR stacked up against. Especially after the All-Star, it was like, God. Exactly. I I wasn't worried so much about the F1 race. I was like, whatever. If people want to watch that over NASCAR, that's on them. I don't know why you would, but it's out there. The Indy 500, I was like, ooh, that's pretty fucking good. And they always beat us. You know, the Indy 500 always seems to be better than the Coke 600 every year. I don't know if it's like the pageantry and the history or whatever it is. It's the biggest race in the world. Right. So I'm like, all right, we're stacked up against this. And in the back of my head, I was like, is this the year where I'm like, is the 600 too long? You know, because the Indy 500 was, you know, it's pretty long. You feel it. Um, Well, even making the day trip, I was like, am I fucking crazy? Like, you know, this race ain't going to be over to midnight. Like, you know this race is super long. Like, why did you come here? <laughs> right. Yeah, and as Nathan said, like, Monaco, <coughs> he's saying it's not a good track race. I have heard that from a lot of F1 fans. They were like, don't judge us on this. And that's fine. I get it because NASCAR, we have to it's say that all staple. the time. It's a staple of yep, F1 yep. series. So I get it. Um, <laughs> and I watch it. I'll put it on TV every year just because it is that. I'll tell you, movie. watching it with Nathan at the bar was the most Monaco I've ever watched. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I respect it i just like i'm a very like ignorant watching yeah. this f1 fan that's the thing i respect what it is like obviously yeah, i think I every race it, fan but i'm not like i gotta watch monaco i think dirt now, any 500 fan. i very much appreciate and like yeah. it's the one typically it's the one indie race i like it's the only indie race i ever watched and that's but the only i will thing, watch it that's one thing about like i was thinking too is about making the coke 600 trip and like even if it was a whole week i think a whole weekend would make it different but doing the day trip two years in a row is like I don't really get to watch the Indy 500, and it's one yeah. thing. It's one thing I'm like I want I want to watch the Indy 500, but I'm at the NASCAR race day events. Like I can't. Yeah, yeah I get that. Like, That's tough. Now, if I was staying in the infield, there's plenty of people like streaming it that you could probably make friends and go watch it on their TV. Um, right. 
that's probably the way to, that's about. probably the way to do it there honestly. was you know those rich dads get out there and they have fucking big TVs out at their campers and shit there were so many people we saw like streaming the race at the race on their right. RV right. so I was like man if I did this again and like did the whole weekend or something and came to the infield with the boys I was like I would totally like maybe like go befriend some of these cool camping dudes and like hey y'all watching any 500 like I'm gonna right. watch but yeah. like going up there for a day trip is like we didn't get to watch the race. We caught I caught the first like ten laps and the last ten laps. So Nathan said in the comments um, that the rumor is they're not F one isn't going back to Monaco. Monaco. I, I don't, don't think that there's any chance of that because I'm pretty sure I've heard. I'm sure that's a huge like financial like. Maybe this is just a rumor or whatever, just a tall tale that people say. I've heard it is the most condensed wealth of any time period in the yeah, world. Yeah, it looks like Tony Stark race. They have there, they know? have the most money in a condensed area for any time period in the entire world like each year. It's like the most money is in this one place. So I don't know why they wouldn't go there. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz that probably funds everything. Um either way, going into the 600, I was a little nervous just cuz once again the 8500 crushed it, but I think it was like the end of stage 2. And I was like, "You know what? This is a really good fucking race." Like, if they keep this up, this is, like, I was entertained all the way throughout. Go on. I remember, like, there was, like, there was a lot of calamity. And I'm okay with attrition. But I remember it was, like, lap 57, and there was, like, four cautions. And I was, like, and I'm listening to my scanner, you know, and Rodney's, like, yeah, we, like, we're going to run out of tires. Like, we have to, like, chill out. Because they were pitting every time, like, right, right. off the rip. And yeah. making making adjustments and getting tires. And Ronnie was like, "Hey, like, I know you probably know this, but like, we can't keep hitting. Like, it's, <laughs> we're we're not even halfway through the first stage. Like, we've already right. hit four times." And then like the Nathan was saying too, a Truex is like, they were like, "Yeah, hold on a fucking second. Like, we weren't expecting all these yellows. Kyle Busch spins out from the lead. And here's the thing too, tire woes still happen, but there was so many guys just fucking losing it and like." The so tra- many guys. Charlotte was like Darlington all of a sudden. The yeah. track looked rough. It was bumping. Guys were it was hard to it. drive. Tires yeah. are blowing. But like guys were just how many times did we see yellows for guys just spinning out? Yep. Like on their own. How many times in the last three years have we seen that with the old package and the old car? Never. Like Never. guys just spinning out, losing control, out of control. I loved it. I got to say the amount like, of times guys got either loose, went through the grass or made contact with the wall and yeah. kept driving and finished yeah. their fucking day. Like that's, yeah. that was the incredible part to me. Yeah, I was dude, like, these, cars, these dudes are still out there. They've taken damage I, with the old car. They yep. would have been done. Dude. I was very curious. Like, I mean, we saw, look, we went from Kansas, amazing race. We both talked about when did all star took a huge three steps back. All-Star Texas clearly was a shit show. But, so I was totally on the fence, like, dude, is, are these cars, how, what kind of show will these cars put on at Charlotte? I was like, I'm hoping for a banger. But, like, I'm curious, like, do we see a Texas race? Do we see a Kansas race? Like, what's going to happen? And the cars put on a fucking well of a show. We saw racing from start to finish. Uh, the pilot resident made the track. Yeah, fuck the resident. Xfinity race was a fucking amazing. That get really got my hopes up. Uh, I've never seen so many guys ripping the fence at Charlotte. So many guys ripping the high line. It was awesome. Um, and then guys just spinning out on their own. I mean, it was wild. Yeah, 
no, it was it was great. Um, oh man, uh, should we talk about Kyle Larson? Kyle Larson spins out all on his own. The greatest of all time spins out all on his own. Comes back to late laps leading. Kyle Busch spins out all on his own from the lead. Comes back late battling for the win. Well, and I think well, you probably didn't see this because you didn't watch it on TV. They were talking about Kyle Larson quite a bit. because That's I what think Felicia said. She said they were sucking his dick quite they a lot. Said, well, they said something about how that he had like the most – incidents or most cautions in the first half of any race ever or something crazy like that like he was penalized i think more than anybody else oh dude so there was tons it was of wild road woes like yeah. the 19 the 4 the 5 the 18 like so, the 23 of course like so many guys went to the back like three or four times well and so that's why they were hyping up larson because essentially they're saying like if he ends up ma- managing to win this race it's almost unbelievable with what he yeah. had, like, had to come back. I know, like, I noticed, like, just even listening to Scanner was like, so many guys just kept, like, making their way to the front, going to the back, making their way to the front, going to the back. And it was like, dude, what the fuck is going on? But, like, not seeing Pit Road, I was kind of like, man, what am I like? That's the only thing is, like, not see. you just kind of watched them go into Pit Road and then, like, watched where they came out. You Like, we watched the screen for Pit Stops, but, like, you couldn't really see anything that was going on Pit Road. Right. Um, I mean, I don't know. What are some other topics to discuss from this race? Uh, so uh, Toyota showed the fuck up, I think. I mean, uh, I think Chevy proved, showed the fuck up. I, well, I think they all did, but uh, they <laughs> did too. But I noticed a, very early on, Kurt Busch was up there wheeling in Dylan. Uh, Bubba had a fast-ass car, and Bubba gonna Bubba could not yep. hold on to it. Well, the Bubba I, fans I really, would say it was his... Oh, it was his pit crew's fault yeah. he spun out. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, so, like, that was my only thing. I was like, wow, Bubba's really impressing me. Oh, yeah, there he is. There he goes. Uh, and then, oh, and then he gets spun in a wreck, and they fucking, like, oh, my God, we didn't know we were on the crash clock or something, and they just park it. Yeah, that, that was, was weird. That was very embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, dude. I think the big fucking elephant in the room is Trackhouse showed the fuck out. Trackhouse, our boy Daniel Suarez in the Mi Amigo. I was ready to wear this. I was hoping he was going to get the dub. Fucking, well, look, in my eyes, it was Ross's race to lose. Ross dominated. Ross dominated, led like 193 laps or something. Ross kicked ass. But Mi Amigo, Daniel Suarez, I literally, I was like, I like I want to see Suarez get this done. Like yeah. this he this is the best he's looked all season in my eyes. And like went up there and took the lead like two or three times. He went to the back a couple of times. Dude, went up there and took would, the lead. Like he would run past cars. I don't yeah. know what Trackhouse figured out. I don't know what they got under the hood. But Dude, he would just so good. He would just run past cars. I mean, it yeah. it was wild. And this is kind of what I meant like Chevy showed up. Because there was Ross and Suarez both competing for a win. You had Chase. You had Kyle Larson. Um, (laughs) Like, Tyler Reddick was up there for a while. I don't know. I just felt like Chevy was dominating. But, of course, it didn't end up. uh, I felt like Toyota. Like, Chevy looked great. Like, Trackhouse showed the fuck out. And Chevy looked good. But Toyota's looked really good. And there were some Fords up there. Chris Buescher, our boy Beans, was like, in the top 10 the whole night. Ricky well, before, Stenhouse in a Chevy. Ricky, the whole top 10 the whole night, I kept telling Nathan, I go, look at the top 10, dude. Dude, Stenhouse, like, yeah. He the was whole top 10 was fucking weird. 
Chase Briscoe, Cole Custer were fucking flexing hard on the second half. Cole Custer was passing Joey Logano for fourth. I was like, what the fuck is going on in this race? <laughs> I was tripping, dude. And we do, I think, need to bring up, because I think Nick brought up a great point here, talking about how Torres' pit crew just kept losing a so spot. That's what I couldn't they would tell. Come he off. kept falling back. Like They would come off pit off. road, and he would lose spots. And then within, like, two laps, be back up to the front. It was crazy. Um, just imagine Austin if they Dillon, were giving him good stops. Austin Dillon had essentially the opposite. His pit crew would have him move up like four spots every stop, Our boy and Paul's he would just slowly fall back up, again. Dude, and up. I was like, "Is this his strategy? Like, what is he doing?" <laughs> yeah, that was the thing, dude. Even like you know, mainly watching Kevin is, and I was so confused because Kevin, like, it was the weirdest fucking night. He passed a couple cars, then they lost ten spots on pit road, and he's cussing out his pit crew on the radio, and then he'd pass ten cars back. Then on pit road, they gain him five spots, and he'd be like, "Good job, guys!" And then he'd lose ten spots on the race, and then he'd go pit, and they'd lose him ten more spots, and he'd pass twenty cars. And I was like, "Dude, what is going on?" Like, no matter what, <laughs> Kevin would drive from thirtieth to twelfth, like every fucking time, and like somehow just ran fifteenth the whole night. How he finished third was a miracle. No, they did not deserve that. Uh, a lot of guys didn't deserve where they ran, but a couple guys did. I just the whole top ten there for like the last seventy laps. I was like, "Is does Reddick get it done tonight? Like, can Reddick do this?" And he felt he fucking blew a tire, and I was so devastated. But then I was like, at the end, like I was like, "I want Ross to win it. Ross has earned this race." And yeah, Ross, it was him or got Suarez, fucked. in my opinion, I would. Ross I would got cool. fucked. Suarez got really fucked. We see, uh, we saw a lot of attrition uh, early on, halfway. Ryan Blaney lost talent and just fucking creamed the whole field. It's got a lot of heavy hitters there. Uh, we see Suarez get dumped by Chase Briscoe, a racing deal there. Takes out the whole field and fucking – I thought turf was supposed to not tear up these cars. How many cars we saw spin through the turf? But, dude, our old boy Beans, Chris Busher, went for a tumble. Well, it was, okay, like, so, it was like the uh, hub dug into the turf or something. No, 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 no. See, you don't, you don't know. You don't know what Give happened. Give me the spill. Give me the spill. This is what I – okay. It wasn't the turf at all. It wasn't. At first, they it was like a it sewer was. drain or something. No, no, check this out. This is an interesting. All right, all right. Um, so it took a while to like keep. I saw Instagram clips, and um, essentially what happened. You know how the the wheels are te- have the tether to not fly off yes. when they come loose. What yeah. happened was he's sliding sideways, and the tire is coming off, but because yeah. it won't detach from the car, it went underneath the car and caused and it caught the tire and then yeah. it started rolling so flaw. it actually was the tire itself it, it the, the car kind of did what it was supposed to do and it was sliding over but yeah the wheel got underneath it um Damn. it, it was like so like we're seeing that like when they would go out four we'd watch and then like you kind of lose sight so you go you can see the screen clear as day and they're filming so, like, you'd go just watch the screen and then watch them come back into one. It's kind of like you got in a motion of it. And it was fine. And we go to the screen and you see you see Suarez like, whoa, and lose it. And you're like, oh, shit. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> and you're yeah. watching it. And then you're just seeing, like, calamity and cars spinning. And then all of a sudden you just see the 17, like, and you're like, holy fuck. Oh, my God. Like. Dude, you know, like being in a race, seeing a car flip, you're like, holy oh, shit! Nothing like it. Yeah, <laughs> well, nothing so, like it. And then Beans is upside down, and I get like the protocol is to turn them back over before getting them out of the car. 
So I was kind of thinking that in the back of my head, but I was like, yo, like they, they haven't turned that fucking car. It took a while. So yeah, and um, I was kind of like, oh my God, I hope Beans is okay. So Clint also addressed that, um, which we'll talk about the Fox booth in a minute. But uh, Clint addressed that because he said, essentially it's like impossible to get out of the cars when they're upside down because you loosen up and You'll then your all your weight just falls onto. Yeah. And it's like, I think it's safer to, to turn them over. Yeah, so he said right when he flipped, he's like, nah, they're going to flip it over. Like, he won't be able to get out of that car. I've um, been here but, before. Yeah, exactly. Um, and let's see. Connor Bunn said, go Ross Chastain. Still ringing in my ear. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was. I'm sure Joe's it was girl where, was wild. Where y'all were, yeah, who y'all were with. Um, so I just want to break out, break down the finish of this race, the, the multiple finishes we had of this race, essentially, because I tweeted it out during the race. We had um, it was Briscoe battling Larson, right, dude? At the end, fucking epic, fucking epic that, for twenty laps watching Briscoe hunt down Larson, yes. and yeah. like it just felt so old school. Like yeah. I thought we were teeing it up to have a side by side finish. I thought we yeah. were really teeing up, like, and Briscoe was being like trying to be professional about it and like race them and work them, and like he clearly had the better car those closing laps. And like it was so fun. I'm rooting for Briscoe as an SHR fan, like, and seeing so many Larson wins. I was like, "Come on, Briscoe, come yeah. on!" And who and doesn't want like, to see a good battle? How's know? it? Yeah, any good battle for the lead. And they were coming to like thirteen nine to go or something. Yep. Like I was like, "Holy fuck!" And then when he just sat in there and lost it, I was like, "No!" <laughs> like, <fuck>! So, <laughs> so I, I tweeted it like during the race. I was like, the last thing I want right now is a wreck and a caution. I wanted to go green. I wanted to go I was go like, green. this race needs to end green with these two battling for the win. I was okay with it. Even side if Larson won, like, I was yeah. okay as with long just as it's seeing just, that, natu- that battle finish. As natu- long as it's just a good battle, that's all I wanted to watch. And that's yeah. what we had for a long time. I tweeted, yeah. I the last thing I want is a caution. I think I tweeted that like a yeah. minute before, <laughs> before yeah. Briscoe wrecked. And um, it changed and everything. I, it changed. So everything. obviously, everyone listening that watched, yeah, changed everything. And retroactively, I, I'm I was like, the last thing I want is a caution. It'll ruin this race. I think I said it'll spoil it a little for me. I didn't say ruin, but I was like, eh, it'll ruin it a little bit. Looking back, I'm like, it didn't ruin it at all. Surprisingly, sure, it would have been badass to watch that be the finish, but the finish we got ended up being great too. Yeah. So we lead into. What ends up being like essentially the next finish, right? Because we have to go. Money, um, well, we had money stops, and like four, five cars took two tires, and I was like, "This is going to be interesting." Right. Connor says, "Best race from start to finish ever watched." Dude, it yeah. was so good. It was so good to um, finally catch up with Connor, like being in a race and everything, dude. It was like the whole, the whole fucking day was just like perfect, man. Like it was just missing you. Like it was just like, dude, I am not having a bad time. Like, the, everything about this has been fucking fun. Good vibes, the bros, the race. Like, the whole race, we're like, oh, oh, shit, oh. Like, there was never one moment where I was like, I'm ready to go home. Right. Which is crazy to say for a 600. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's Charlotte, the 600. Like That's like a long that, race. Yeah, there yeah. were some green flag runs, but, like, there was never like I don't want to watch this anymore. There's been 600s where I'm like, this is getting rough. Like, no, I, I went last year and Larson spanked the shit out of him, and I was like falling asleep halfway. Yeah, even at yeah. yeah. So this um, was like wow, dude, and so many like guys going having problems going to the rear and coming back, going to the rear and coming right. back. Yep. 
So obviously we have that wreck, um, go to caution, and then they go green flag um, with two left. And this is Austin where, as an Austin Dillon, Dillon fan. <laughs> fucking hell, Mary from the top rope. And what's funny is I was telling my family that was all kind of making fun of what I said before, how Austin's pit crew would gain him some spots and he'd lose them. And he was just sitting around like 16th, right, the whole race. And yeah. I was like, y'all don't watch enough to know Austin Dillon. At the end of the race, if he has not been caught up in a wreck, he will be in the top 10. And you'll say, where the fuck did he come from? Right. Lo and behold, here we come with two laps left. And they go three wide out of nowhere. I don't know how what the angle was for you on TV. What I see is them battling for the lead. And out of nowhere, the three just sneaking down. And I go, what the fuck? Where did Austin (laughs) just come from? We had had the sickest view, like looking at at one and two and the cars are coming at us and they dive into three and four right in front of our fucking face, like right in front of us. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> so Austin Dillon on that restart jumped to the top and like hell married railed the whole one and two. And like, he was like six, seven, eight and just had a head of steam come back stretch. And I'm watching this, watching him, and I'm like, watch Austin Dillon, look at Austin Dillon. And he goes, Sue. He had so and much momentum. I like I, I saw him have the run, but I didn't know what he was gonna do with it. Right. And I am so <laughs> glad he pulled his balls out and fucking sent it. And at dude, least he tried. When, well, when he made the move, it was right in front of us. And at that moment, I was like, Austin Dillon's about to win this race. Oh my god. Like yeah. I was like it too. I was like, what if Austin won and you didn't come? I was going to, like, laugh so fucking hard. And Austin made that Hail Mary move, and the tires stuck. Like, you just – I don't know. Just seeing him that close was so – it's hard to describe. You saw him diving in there, and, like, just seeing that close where we were, you saw the tires stick. Like, oh, it was wow. right in our face, dude. Like, he dove in, and when he slid up, in, like, into Larson, he was right in front of us. And, like, you saw the tires stick, and you knew he had four tires, and Larson had two, and you saw him taking off. But then Ross went up top, and Denny dove low, and they were four wide coming off a four. And I was like, oh, my God! Oh, my (laughs) God! Like, what is going on? And then it kind of looked like Larson got loose, but Austin kind of cleared himself. And, I mean, they're four wide off a four at Charlotte. Like, it is what it was. I'm I'm glad I didn't see a lot of Austin Dillon hate online. Yeah, because immediately I mean, when that happened, I was like, "Oh God, everybody's gonna fucking tweet at me, yeah. fucking shit." And what was he? Well, I mean, what was he gonna not go for? It's the exactly Coke, that was Coke gonna 600. be my argument back. Is like, dude, it was the six hundred. Coke six hundred did. He he knows how to get it done there. Like, I'm I'm glad he went for it. It sucks that it ended yeah. that way as a fan. I, we talked about but... before the race. I said, you know what sucks is like Connor says, like racing six hundred miles and then like wrecking out with five to go. <laughs> Right, like, you just race the whole race and then you wreck. But uh, at least he wrecked out with with two to go um, for the lead. The worst part is the guys that are like intent that are like, "What the fuck, dude? Get caught up in some shit," you know. So that was one thing. Is apparently Larson was shifting into three and four. Like you could see him let off and the backfire from the exhaust, but like you could hear him like give grabbing another RPM and then shifting. And it was like he felt right there the first stint where before Briscoe was running him down. Is he like gapped Briscoe and Larson? And you could be like, dude, he has like found another gear. Like, what's going on? Literally. And then all of a sudden, I don't think he really had the best car, but like he figured out shifting, I guess, halfway mm-hmm. through the race. 
and he was ripping it through three and four. And then, but finally, I think his car and tires, as Briscoe started catching them. Right. And I thought, too, when Briscoe and Larson were battling, I was like, they're going to get to battling, and uh, Chastain's going to catch right up to him. This yeah, that's another thing. Yeah. Um, it's like he had the best car out there. Honestly. So, yeah, I, Ross had the best car. He just got beat on that restart. Oh, him and, and Suarez. I mean, Trackhouse yeah. together. They had but the- then the wreck, the damn, that four wide off of four was sick, dude. And guys got through it and guys didn't. Um, yep. That restart there, I was like, ooh, what, you know, what's Kyle Bush going to do? And he raced Denny. He raced Denny's balls off. And, and I was that's like, the thing. He's even, not going to send him. Like, he's going to race him respectfully. Right. And well, and did. I think after, like, the third caution, we're like, all right, let's just fucking yeah, end this yeah. 600. So <laughs> I think even Kyle. Gibbs won two. Denny gets his first 600. I Honestly, I've been to so many Denny wins. And this one, I was like, good for Denny, man. Like, so, fuck yeah, his first Before 600. we get into Denny, um, just want to reiterate. We have the finish with Larson and Briscoe that doesn't happen. We have to finish with Austin Dillon and Larson that doesn't happen. So we finally get the finish. Um, but I just I, – I can't remember the last time it it felt this way. My phone died with like 20 oh, laps really? to go. Oh, and no. I couldn't get off the couch to go get the charger because oh. it was upstairs because I didn't want to miss a second. Like that's yeah, how good yeah. this race was. I was like, "Fuck it, my phone's dead." I'm just not like. The race had everything. Tweeting. It had I, everything. I want to be tweeting, but it was like 20 to go, and I'm watching this Briscoe Larson battle, and I was like, "I'm not getting off the. I'm not leaving this yeah. race." That's how good the 600 was. Yeah. I wouldn't get up to go get a phone charger. Yeah, dude. Like I was wondering, it was even though it was a long race, is like every minute of it. Minute of it, I was super stoked and like happy to watch it. And that's and that was kind of my point as Connor makes here yeah. was initially I tweeted a caution would ruin this race for me. And yeah. then the and then I get the Austin Dillon four wide and I'm like, that might have been even better than the last one. And then honestly, the end, the battle between Denny and Kyle Bush, although it was the least exciting, was still good. It was still an entertaining battle to watch for even how short yeah. it, was. it was. I was so still like, this is pretty fucking good, even this one. Yeah. The whole race was fun, man. It was like it literally like sewed me in where I was like, I think I'm gonna come back to this race like every year, or try it, to. Like, it's convinced least, me definitely next year. Like I'm going to six hundred next. Year. Who knows if it'll be as good next year? But because it was this good this year, I'm convinced I have to go next year just in case yeah. it's as good. Well, dude, not even that. Like racing aside. NASCAR puts on such a good fucking showing for this race. For the six hundred. The, mil- the that. military yeah. tributes. Like I yeah. like I sent you some videos. Like. Do they put on a fucking sh- like full on like give goosebumps fucking military? Tribute, well, they're trying to step like, up because they're competing against Monaco and. Well, I went last year and it was still as fucking sick. It's just like it. It just get like it's like this is like the home track, Charlotte. You know Memorial Day. Like, dude, this is sick. Like, this is sick. Well, they've been trying to convince people for a long time that this is like. It's a crown jewel. It's a crown jewel for NASCAR. You go to- and you're like, yeah, this is a crown jewel. It's it's you know it's a crown jewel for NASCAR. All NASCAR fans acknowledge yeah. that. But they, I think they try to convince just motorsport fans in general, like, hey, yeah. this competes with the Indy 500. This is our thing. Like, yeah. tune in. And this race finally kind of solidified it. Where I was seeing F1 fans and Indy fans tweeting like, that was the best race of the day. Like, can't believe NASCAR pulled this off. Um, this race was like like we said at the very beginning of the show. This was the best 600 I've ever watched. Yeah, I like. I've been watching these a long time, and I've seen some fun ones, but this one, like next gen, fucking expertise. Like this car showed out, the race showed out. It was so fucking good. 
Like every bit of it was just like, dude, cream de la creme of races we've seen this year. Even though this is the longest one, like it was so good. The long, and that's the that's another point that I wanted to bring up. This was the longest six hundred. Yeah, Did and here's the thing. So we talked about Texas being a shit show. Imagine if we had this racing for the All Star at Charlotte the week before. Like we wouldn't have been talking about a shitty Texas race. We've been no. talking about a badass. All-Star. We probably would have been talking about how badass back to back weeks have been for NASCAR and how yeah. they haven't missed yet. Yeah. Because so, at the end of the day, we've talked about some of the races. You know, we rank, we rate every single one, and there's yeah. been some that aren't as good as others. But we've consistently said, "Hey, it's better than what we had at this track last year." Texas All Star was the only one that we were like, "No, this was just bad for any year for NASCAR." So if you take that out, like NASCAR just killed it every single week this yeah. year. Um, so I can't imagine how much better it would have been at charlotte dude we threw out like walking out like debriefing talking about our thoughts of the race we were throwing out like race of the year so far i mean we'll wait till we get to our uh rating well it's fucking coming up it's about to come up yeah it's about to come (laughs) up um no something i did want to talk about before we get into that though is denny hamlin Denny Hamlin, we got to talk about because Matt Daddy Pimp Daddy. Well, Denny and Hamlin. first of all, Pimp Daddy for sure. What was that on his Insta that you sent me, dude? That fucking of him with the ring and like on the shit. boat. He's like, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dude. Seven a.m. sunrise with the trophy with what the a fucking mixed drink, dude. What I pimp. I like. I am loving Denny by the second. I'm, I am too. You sent me that, and I was like, shit. Am I Denny Hamlin? I fucking. I where did this just come gear, from? dude? Dude, Denny like, Hamlin, stop flirting with me. Am dog. I a lesbian? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you making me fall in love, dog? God, dude, I'm Denny married. Fucking, Leave Denny me alone. Cool, dude. <laughs> and he does not get the respect he deserves. So Jeff Gluck brought it up in a tweet. Is Denny Hamlin now the greatest NASCAR driver to never win a championship? Ever? I, I just think currently, yeah. Um, ever. I, I think he's like literally side by side with Mark Martin. Yeah. Like, he, he is our modern-day Mark Martin. Well, because, to Jeff's point, was he wins, like, so many crown jewel races. Like, yeah. he wins the big ones. He wins the Daytona 500s, yeah. the Southern 500s, the Coke 600, the yeah. the races that you remember. Bristol he Night wins race. them. He shows up and uh, wins the big ones. He yeah. just never gets it done. At he hasn't point, got the championship yet, but what do we do when he does? Well, at, and I, I feel terrible for saying this, and I feel terrible for Denny Hamlin and his will. fans, but... In the back of my head, I'm kind of like, I wouldn't hate if he never won one, just so he always kind of is that guy that we I'm talk about. It's, if he wins guy, one, yeah. I mean, what, what, you know, it's like he's just kind of like another Brad K or Kurt, you know, it's like, hey, they won a championship once. Um, if he doesn't, he's a guy that you talk about forever of, you remember yeah. Denny and how he never won one and he had the best career. Um, so it's gotten to that Dude. point that I'm like, and I love his fucking attitude and his style. Like, and what was iconic man. was his fucking DJD podcast the week of, and then yes. he goes out and wins the 600. I was like, yeah. I mean, everybody that's a NASCAR fan listened to that podcast yep. and was like, okay, Denny. Yeah. And he's not afraid to fucking say shit. And he calls, he he calls him out. He yeah. calls NASCAR out, and I love it. While and people like, are getting fired from NASCAR for just more, speaking the more truth. More and more, I'm like, God, Denny is like fucking pimp, dude. He's and, always been like that. And he re- keeps like fucking showing out. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm sure you remember um, years ago. I think it was Bubba's, was it Bubba's rookie year, um, full-time in the 43, I want to say. 
Um, it was the year that Austin Dillon won the Daytona 500 and Bubba got second. 18. Was that his rookie season full time in the 43? I don't know. Either don't way, know stats, but... either way, the this the preseason right before that race, um, Denny went on um, uh, part of my take on oh, Barstool really? and and said that every driver is addicted to Adderall. Do you remember that? I remember the Adderall comment. And yeah, yeah. Like, so Denny's always been that dude. That's just like, I don't fucking care. I'm just going to speak the truth. And yeah, by the way, keeps Denny, it real. Denny keeps it real. And it, and it really bugged me even back then that all the NASCAR drivers just were talking shit. Like Bubba was like, oh, looks like you need some more Adderall. I fucking hated yeah. Bubba back then. Even before yeah. all the shit, I was like, fuck that dude. Because yeah, Bubba's you know really good at running his fucking mouth. And you know what? Denny's speaking the truth. Like, yeah. I don't care that y'all take Adderall. You drive in a car for fucking four hours straight at 200 miles an hour sometimes. Bro, I get it. I need Adderall. <laughs> I drive for three hours at 70 miles per hour and I need Adderall. So <laughs> I'm not mad that y'all take Addy. It was just weird that they all attacked him for it. So Denny's yeah, always been a that big dude. backlash. Yeah. I love Denny, dude. I am like, I am so team Denny. I'm not buying like a FedEx hat yet, but like, I right. fucking love Denny, dude. That's the thing. Unless he came out, and branches out and starts his own fucking team with Michael Jordan. Like, who the fuck does that? Like, <laughs> that's another great it. point. The yeah. dude just pulls out MJ out of his back pocket and is like, oh, uh, yeah, I'm still racing, but now I own a fucking team with Michael Jordan. Yeah, like, I mean, just like. Denny is an awesome, amazing driver, but also is like laying right. his fucking seeds for when he's done. And like, let's just point out the top fact notch. That, I mean, Brad Kate's his first year in that team, but Denny, his team is doing well. They're performing. It, it yeah. looks like a successful team for the future. Yeah, I mean, I like everything I'm seeing over there besides yeah. Bubba's marketing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, they're great. I like, I love 2311. I'm also like, so we tease, like, does 2311 go to the third car? I think that happens. Who comes up in the Toyota camp to go to 2311? Oh Everybody won't shut up about Kyle Busch going to. I don't see. No, I think Kyle retires in the 18. That's the uh, thing. I'm like, why would he but leave? does Denny go over there and race a car? I don't. I don't. I'm 50-50 on that. But Kurt's got a year or two left. So who goes to the 45? They're going to fill the third time. So there's two open seats in my eyes in the future at 2311. And they're they're competitive cars. A lot of people have talked about them getting rid of Bubba. Um, nah, I think Bubba's there until he dies. Well, not <laughs> not that long, but I don't see him them getting rid of him anytime soon. At least Bubba's there for, a great marketing scheme. Exactly, he's there for a very long time until he Bubba has messes up I mean, some stats and sales. He's one of the few guys that doesn't have to win and can keep his ride. I mean, if you fire Bubba, you're racist, so you can't. So they, that's my point. It was the same thing we had with Danica. Race, One race. of the few drivers that gets money thrown at them without a win. So it's a great situation yeah, to be in for them. Exactly. Um, do you want to go straight into rating this one? Yeah, let's go. All right. Even um, being there, I don't know what your TV rating was. but I will get them written down. Why don't you give me yours? I have so many, I'm so backlogged. I need to go back and watch episodes and write down our ratings. I got I'm them going, all written down. Okay, cool. I'm going straight into just being Wait, there. Wait, by the way, I just want to throw out there. Texas All-Star, I gave a 3.1. You gave a 2.8. Um, Kansas, I gave an 8.3, and you gave an 8.6. Just as kind of a little info for what we've been rating. All right, cool, because I already know what I'm rating this one. All right, what do you got? 
this all or this Coke 600 at yes. Charlotte, yes, was a 9.0. A 9.0. My highest rating of the season. All right, race of the year. Okay, 9.0. Got it locked in. My first niner. All right. Now, if you watch on TV, what did you get? Do you think I'm going to finally crack nine? No. No? Okay. Well, you're wrong. Nine point fucking six, baby. What? Nine six? Oh, my God. Nine six. It's one of the greatest races I can remember. I was being stingy. I know. No. I'm like, there's only a couple more spots. Really? Between that and perfect. Like I was thinking nine one or nine two, but I was like, I'll do a nine. I haven't Dude. done a nine. Eight nine was my highest, and that was Atlanta. I know that I haven't even cracked nine, but this one I'm like, yeah. fuck it, shooting Fuck through it. nine. Damn, nine you were wildin', boy. I loved that race. Dude, dude. it was it I was loved so every bit of it. Good. I loved every bit of it and I was there and like it was just it was like it was one of those like I'm so glad I came to this race. We and Nathan talked about it. I was, I was like, Can you imagine if we sat at home and we're like, we should have went? That's what I said the whole time. Yeah, we should have so would have been like me. That's yeah, what I said. No, we were like, I am so glad I was at this race. Samantha was like, Are you like bummed that you missed it? And usually I'm like, no, you know, it's fine. I stayed home. Like, it's okay. I can catch it next year. This one, I was like, yeah, to be honest, I'm really upset I missed this race. I was like, this is one of my the best races I've ever seen. Like, I'm really disappointed I've missed this race. I'm not. Yeah, it was fucking here. good, dude. Yeah. Like, the whole time, just side, even, like, not even, like, lead. I don't know what TV was showing. But there was battles, like, all over the track. And there was a couple times, like, three or four or five guys were battling for, like, 11th. And they were, like, swapping positions and like god get a run and pass two cars and they'd pass them back and i like there's so many battles all over the track do you want to do a quick the good the bad and the ugly i know it's a little different because yeah yeah yeah. all right let's 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 dive into just a quick good the bad and the ugly what do you good was the coke 600 is back like this was iconic great fucking race coke 600 dude okay the good for me was literally everything Everything was, <laughs> Everything was good about this fucking race, dude. I just – I had so much fun. Um, it was a great day. I was with my family. It, you know, my grandma's 90th. The next day was Memorial. And on top of all that, the race was incredible. I was in it, – it's just I was so happy. Everything was good. Everything was good. All right, what's the bad for you? Ah. Uh... I don't know. I know we're fighting like implications with like start times and the Great American Day of Racing, but to me it was like this could this could have started at five, started at six. Um, I'll say a bad was like I mean it ended at midnight, could have ended at eleven. I it could just be an hour earlier. It's a long race. I don't know. Being there, I was like, God damn, six o'clock. Uh it is what it is. Six hundred, you know what you're getting you're signing yourself up for, but I was like, it doesn't have to start so late. Yeah. Um, I was trying to think of something bad. I want to point out that Fox broadcasts all actually did pretty good. They weren't perfect. I think uh, I've heard nothing but good things about I, they weren't perfect. I, I do need to address that. Some people are like, they're, incredible. Said they're they were making out of a lot park. of inappropriate jokes. Yeah, they're like, they knocked it out of the park. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. I just watched the Indy 500. They knocked it out of the park. I watched yeah. just seeing, oh, that. Just watching the beginning of NBC and the truck on the phone, watching the NBC Indy 500 was nothing but professional. Yeah, nothing exactly. but elegant, professional broadcast. Gave me nothing but what's going on about the race, and nothing was gimmicky or funny. 
Um, yeah, see, Nick said right there, Fox missed um, action due to commercials. Yeah, and it, they do it all the time. That happened. So that was um, going to roll me right into my ugly. So I, I, but I do want to mention, it was a lot better than we've seen from them. Like for really? sure, they stepped it up and they they did really good for their standard. And I was happy actually. I, I'm giving them bad just because it's like it's Fox, and compared to what we had at the other two races, it was not as good. But yeah. honestly, it wasn't that bad. Like, they did a lot better than they used to do. I heard a couple of bad things. So that was going to roll me right in. My ugly was uh, some of the rich campers next to the camp. They had the TV. Play, they had Fox broadcast playing on the big screen TV at their big-ass RV. And so sometimes, like, when we couldn't see the screen good enough, we were watching their TV for replays. And I it was one of the spins. It might have been Noah Gragson or Bubba spinning off a four. And we went to watch the TV, like we, oh gosh, and we saw them spinning on the big screen, and then we looked at their TV, and it was on commercial, and we were like, yeah. oh my yeah. god, yeah. like we were like, yeah. oh my god, like no, we missed that, we did miss some action, yeah, no yeah. doubt, yeah, and then um, um, some driver even tweeted about it. I, I don't, Justin know. Haley blew up like hardcore right in front of us in three and four, and I heard that Fox didn't even like talk, yeah, yeah. See, I, I can't remember what driver, but they mentioned it. They were like. After watching like the commercial free F one and like the yeah. pageantry from Indy and then coming to NASCAR and just having commercial, 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 it was a little like ugh. But it it's it is what it is. Um, it's Fox. It's Fox, yeah. Yeah. And to be honest, for me, the ugly is nothing. Ooh. I can't remember awesome. the last time I watched a race and wasn't upset about one little thing you know one thing i love is that fox sits here and eats all the crow and bites the bullet the first half of the season and then we go to amazing nbc coverage but you what still if we, hype up nbc too much in my opinion i love nbc it's not amazing uh, what if what if we went in great nbc coverage and then went to fox yeah oh, that would God. be interesting flip oh, it around God. yep yeah it would suck <laughs> you know what actually i'm with nick here my ugly is i didn't get to be there Ooh, that's a yeah. great one that is a good I, one i wasn't should, there and that is eating me up inside yeah it was um, fucking great dude no great I mean, coverage nathan had a great day if that tells you oh well that's just that's nathan, I thought that was impossible. nathan had an amazing time <laughs> no great coverage is when you watch f1 yeah i don't true. like f1 but they their coverage is really good broadcast yeah so that's that's good broadcasting um I don't know. We're next week. We're going. Hey, Gateway, dude. Gateway. The new, they're going to Gateway. First time Cup cars are going there. I remember watching some Bush races there in my day. Uh, it was a fun little track. I'm very curious how these cars. Like, do we see a good show or do we see like a text race? I have no idea. No idea what we're in store for. Um, Xfinity's in fucking Portland. God, what? Yeah, a that's dumbass, right. What a dumbass idea. Who the yeah. fuck agreed to that? They I have no Portland. idea. Portland is like fucking ground zero for World War Seven. Like, why the fuck would you take a fucking business there? No idea. Um, they're running some road course or something. I'm very curious to watch and see what the fuck that's like. But Gateway, dude, I think it's going to be okay. I, I don't see this as a permanent state. Like, I see this as being like a temporary race. Yeah. I mean, I don't see Gateway being like the new, like, next 10 years is on the schedule. I'm just glad that they're trying it. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Like, I'm a, I'm a good like. Hey, I'll watch it. You know, we'll see what happens. Right. Yeah, it's worth it's worth a try. Um, we'll see how it goes. Hopefully, it it does well. Um, 
you know, yeah. they, they get another race up in that area. That's cool. Yeah, like, new, market, Chicago new market. I'm cool with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Gateway, man. I I have no idea who will do good or do bad. I That's the thing. That's the thing. I was going to say, I guess we can make picks, but – of all the tracks, this the one is yeah the the we know the least about. We don't know yeah. who's gonna do well there. Um, I at the make... line pick straight for off for momentum. I'm picking Denny Hamlin. You're gonna pick uh, Denny Hamlin to Denny win. Denny Hamlin to win. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, momentum is key. Okay. Um. What about totally going backwards? What about an underdog pick? Underdog pick. I am gonna go that boy. Four top tens in a row. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Is fucking Dude. flying. Yeah, what? Dude. Where the fuck Where has he it? been for the past like five? Dude, he years. was in the top five like half <laughs> of the fucking race at the Coke Six Hundred. Yeah, yeah, he's flying, dude. No, but he's he, been doing he really. Is definitely good. having some good luck. Yeah, no, he's been doing good. For They're bringing good cars. A couple weeks now. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go Ross just because, like, why not? He's always up there. I think Ross definitely gets another win. Ross gets another win for playoffs. And then, um, um, I'm gonna go Briscoe for my underdog pick. Ooh, I like that pick. Yep. Brisco- yep. That was, it was great to see Briscoe up there running good again. Yeah, like, exactly. It may not be every week, but when damn, when he's got a good car, he's taking advantage of it. When we, yeah, we have so many good like young guys right now. It'd be nice to yeah to see him kind of keep up with like Cindric and stuff like that. Yeah, so. yeah, Cindric, damn, fuck. Rookie yeah. season. That's all I keep saying with Cindric is I'm like, it's his rookie year, man. Whatever. Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, can you imagine if he gets another win too? Like, yeah. I mean, he's been fast. He qualifies, practices fast. And That's he the ran thing. Good. Yeah. But damn, he blew his tires. But like, uh, he wads him up. But like, he's fat. He's at least showing speed. Oh, definitely. He's up there. You know. Yeah. Like I'm watching him. So. Yeah. Well, um, Nick was asking since this was the longest coke 600 ever is this going to be the longest chair game podcast episode ever and Absolutely because we started not. at nine yeah i said there's no fucking way um but i appreciate wanting uh it to be yeah nick and uh, nick buddy. is going with truex for the win and seabell for the underdog pick. wow wow seabell made the playoffs last year so he doesn't count wait is that what the rule was yeah he can't make the playoffs Oh shit! I forgot the rule that we made. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, um, I think that's gonna about do it. I'm good with it, man. It's pretty late. It was a good fucking race. I am so excited. Like the season, whether we take a couple t- steps back on some of the races, has been. I feel. I see it as. Oh, I don't know what, even what race we're on now, but we've had two yeah. bad races. We've had the All Star doesn't count, and we had Martinsville. But like every race has been pretty fucking good. Compared to the last two years, like this is the car is hitting them out of the park. And like I said, other than the All Star race, the All Star race really was just Texas being Texas. It was Texas. Other than that, though, even the bad races, it's like, hey, it's better than we've seen. Yeah. NASCAR racing. NASCAR's back. The crowds are looking great. The crowds are looking good. We're only going up, dude. We're going up. The energy is there. The equipment yeah. is there. The product on the track is there. The drivers yeah. are there. Everything's going so good. Yeah. And it's so funny that we just had, like, one of the worst races ever. Yeah. 
was one of the best races I've ever seen. <laughs> like, I know. It was just it's, day and it's night. like it's fucking day and night. It's almost as fucking great as the savings you could get on yeetsofficial.com with discount code chairgating for 10% off with these some badass shades. Get you to Yeats Official sponsoring chairgating podcast. I mean, if you want to look cool in school, baby, as almost cool as that Coke 600, get you some Yeats shades and look cool at your next race. You're goddamn right. <laughs> that was a good transition. <laughs> that was a good yeah, transition. Homestead. Also, one more thing before we go. Can't wait to see these on Homestead. Dude, oh, I think Homestead's yeah. fucking insane. Oh, yeah. And it's in the I'm playoffs. Oh. Yeah, I mean, Homestead's going to be great. <laughs> That's going to be is. a race I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Um, all I right, almost well, want to go. <laughs> <laughs> Next week... Um, I guess this weekend, actually. Oh. Tune in for a special live chairgating episode live Ooh. from just outside Atlanta, Georgia, in the Rutledge Dome. Boy. We'll be together the boy, watching the, the race. Boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. Maybe we'll do the live episode like right after the race. That'd be cool. See so Sunday night. For, like, yeah. Do Sunday yeah. night live episode after the race, and like we'll be down there in the man cave, and we totally just shoot the shit. Yep. So everybody, uh, stay tuned for that. It'll probably just be right after the race. We'll do a live, yeah, uh, recap. That was straight. Get it out of the way. There you go. Hey. All right. Thanks for tuning in. See y'all this weekend. Uh, after Gateway. Peace. Enjoy Gateway. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.